Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me on the 101 episode, 101st episode of the Word Podcast. We've looked at several subjects, and of late we've been looking at basically the return of the Lord. It uh, came from what some uh, disciples had asked Jesus, and we've covered that several episodes, and we'll keep referring to it. But for today, I want us to go to the first chapter, uh, well, not first chapter, the fifth chapter of 1 Thessalonians. And in 1 Thessalonians, uh, Paul is writing under the power of the Holy Spirit and is answering some questions and dealing with issues. And we have saw that in the fourth uh, chapter and in the fifth chapter, he dealt with the return of the Lord, particularly in the fifth chapter. He you know, wanted them to know about the times and the epochs and what was going to happen on the day of the Lord. And he told them how people would be crying out for peace and safety, saying, oh, all is going to be well, but it's not going to be. And he said that the Lord is going to come like a thief in the night, but that they... As believers, we're not those in darkness, that we are sons of light and sons of the day. The idea being that we will know what is going on and we will know that the Lord is returning. Now, we won't know the day or the hour, but we will know the situations, we'll know the circumstances. And then he told us uh, in the ninth verse that God has not destined us for wrath, but for salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. So whether we're still alive when he returns or whether we have died, that we will live together with him. <coughs> and then verse 11, he'd said this, Therefore, encourage one another and build up one another, just as you also are doing. And that's the second time he had told him that, that knowing this information, having this knowledge, having a correct understanding about the return of the Lord is a source of encouragement is a source of comfort, according to the fourth chapter, will build us up as the body and build us up as individuals. Uh, that's one of the reasons I think that we are so anemic sometimes as the body of Christ, because we reject portions of the scripture that we just don't want to deal with, or we think we can't understand, or that are quote-unquote scary to us. And we say, well, somebody else can figure that out, and I'll just trust what they say. And that is to our detriment. Well, after he says this, he says, Therefore, in light of all this, encourage one another and build up one another, just as you also are doing. But, but, and that's sort of important because the balance of the book, the rest of this chapter, Paul is firing off in a rapid-fire style uh, instructions and commandments, things for them to make sure they remember to do. And these come out of the discussion that he's had before. And so I think that we would do well, and that's what I want to do in, in this episode, maybe another one or two, to see exactly what the Lord was saying here. He says, but in light of all this stuff, encourage one another, do this. Verse 12 says this, but we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction, and that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. We see it in this passage, we see it in two or three other passages, particularly in Paul's writing, that he's saying this, those who have been given the calling to lead you, who diligently labor over you, especially those that give you instruction, 
that you're to do some things with them. In another passage, it tells you to take care of them, okay? Uh, the idea, and it's actually given an example, uh, that uh, the, the farmer, um, when he labors, should receive a portion of the food. He says, take care of these folks who do this, who instruct you. Here, though, he gives another insight that I think is so, so helpful if we would simply do it. He says that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Quite often, people will say, well, I wonder what I can do for those that are in leadership position with the church. And, and let's be honest, quite often it's pointed to one individual, it's pointed to the man, you know, the pastor, the pastor. And we really have some serious misconceptions about leadership. We are very myopic about it. We have focused upon one particular arena and say, oh, this is the source of all leadership. And nothing could be further from the truth. And so when somebody comes up to me and says, well, what is your vision for the church? What do you see? I know what they mean by that, but I also know that they don't understand what Ephesians 4 is talking about. Okay? There's some problems with that. And because of that, we have what we have in the Western church. With that being said, we see right here that what he's telling us to do is to highly love those who go about this work. The ones who diligently labor among you, the ones that have charge over you in the Lord, and the ones that give you instruction. It's a little threefold thing right here. And, and it really encompasses a lot of people. It's just not people that are vocationally within uh, the body of Christ. Okay, A lot of times we think, well, it's people that we give them their paycheck. No, 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 no. Nothing could be further from the truth. We are to love those, and it says very highly in love, and appreciate the ones who diligently labor. I tell you, the ones that I really appreciate, there's some around me right now at this very moment, who are diligently laboring within the body, taking care of just some logistical things, just taking care of some physical things, to where when the body of Christ gathers together, that it can be a joyous time without distraction. And boy, I appreciate those folks, okay? But he also says to appreciate those who have charge over you. There is a calling in the scripture. There are giftedness of the Holy Spirit within the body for leadership. And it's leadership in various ways, and it's far more diverse than what we normally uh, understand. And so if you need understanding and help with making some draperies for a room, please don't come to me. God has given others tremendous leadership within that arena. And boy, we appreciate them, okay? If you need help in uh, trying to figure out how to read all that black stuff on a page to make music, well, come to me. I can show you that. We all have our gifts, okay? We all have our callings. But then he says this. Also those who give you instruction, the ones that give you instruction from the Word of God, you're to highly appreciate them. You're to very highly love them. Now, one last thought. I stopped halfway through verse 13. So I'm going to start with verse 12 again and read these two verses. Listen to this. But we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction and that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Then there's a period. Then there's one more sentence that's part of verse 13. Live in peace with one another. <laughs> Live in peace with one another. Uh, the next verse is actually going to give us insight as to how to do that. We'll look at that in the next episode. But so often we will sit there and say, yes, 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 we're supposed to love those who labor among us, who are our leaders here, the ones that give us instruction. We're supposed to love them, and I do love them. You want to know how to really, really love them? You want to know how to really love the leadership within your body? 
okay, the ministerial staff, uh, the elders, the deacons. You want, you know how to really love them? Live in peace with one another. Live in peace with one another. It's not just us loving that individual, but we as the body of Christ are to live in peace with one another. Now, I take great encouragement from the understanding that when I read this right here, that the Spirit was leading Paul to write this because there were people there that were not living in peace with one another. You see it all through the New Testament. You see it all through the Old Testament. They're true believers who were struggling with one another. But the way to really, really appreciate, the way to really love, the way to highly esteem in love anybody is to live in peace with one another. Vast amounts of time would be reserved for other things than for putting out uh, putting out fires. Let's just put it that way, okay? If we were to live in peace with one another. So let me encourage you to do that. Really appreciate those who diligently labor over you, the ones that have charge over you, especially those that give instruction to you, and highly esteem in love what they do because of their work. Love them. But above that, love one another and live in peace with one another and watch what the Lord does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.